Welcome back to another episode of the MicroConf Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Walling. Today's episode is a MicroConf Tactics Deep Dive as I look at SaaS marketing strategies your competitors are using to crush you. And even if they aren't, these are strategies you should probably consider bringing in to the fold. This audio is pulled from our YouTube channel. If you haven't checked that out, microconf.com slash YouTube to like and subscribe, as they say. We're cranking a video every week like this. Tactical stuff, deep dives into launching, building, growing, marketing SaaS companies. So if you haven't subscribed, it really is something we're putting a ton of effort into. And I think the quality of those videos shows them. We make them about 10 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes long. And frankly, I watch all YouTube videos at 2x. So five to six minutes of your time, I think you can learn a little bit about how to better grow your company. If you want to see the full video experience of this YouTube video, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And if you're interested in coming to an in-person microconf, our next flagship event is in Denver, Colorado, April 16th through the 18th. Head to microconf.com slash events if you want to buy a ticket and find out more about who is speaking. We have a pretty incredible speaker lineup for Denver. Hope to see you there. And now let's dive into SaaS marketing strategies. In this video, I'm going to talk through seven SaaS marketing strategies competitors are using to crush you. And even if they're not, you should consider adding some of these strategies to your arsenal. I'm Rob Walling. I've started six companies. I've had multiple exits. I've written three books on building startups, and I've invested in more than 100 of them. So to start us off, I'm not going to be covering what I call the big five SaaS marketing strategies. These are SEO, content, cold outreach, integration marketing, in pay-per-click advertising, or PPC as many call it. These are the standard five marketing approaches that many, many B2B SaaS companies should evaluate. And usually it's one, two, or three of these that should be your first experiments as a SaaS founder or a SaaS marketer. So I'm not gonna dive into those here. In fact, if you want to see a video that does deep dive into any one or all of those marketing approaches, feel free to post a comment and we will take it under advisement. So let's kick us off with number one, which is versus or alternative to pages. For great examples of this, head to the footer of userlist.com and you'll see they have alternative to X competitor, alternative to Y competitor, and then they have all alternative pages and you can click down there and see a huge list of how they compare to their competitors. And if you're doing it right, alternative pages can and will rank in Google. In essence, this is kind of an SEO play that when someone types in alternative to XYZ tool that you rank on that first page or hopefully in the top three, then they find your product and they start exploring. Versus pages are similar to this. This is where you say my product versus X competitor, my product versus Y competitor. And this works better if you are a very well-known company and people are actually searching on your brand and, and it's bottom of the funnel, right? This is where someone knows the, the problem they're trying to solve. They know that they're maybe down to two or three tools they're trying to compare. And if you want to rank for that and you want to you know, basically have your message in front of their eyes at that moment, that's when you kick out versus pages. So alternative twos can be a little higher up in the funnel and those can bring you traffic even before you are a heavy brand name, but you're almost piggybacking on the brands of your competitors. Strategy two is using Captera. You know Captera. It's that 
site that ranks in Google that maybe is a little annoying because you search for best XYZ software, you know, best marketing automation software. And Captera often ranks in the top five for a lot of these terms. And they're essentially a directory of software solutions of SaaS companies and other types of software. And you yourself can use Captera if you get some reviews, you get your customers to, you know, give you positive reviews. And then it's essentially a pay per click model. So you do need some budget to rank in Captera and to do well. But the buyers who come through Captera are extremely well qualified and they are basically looking to make a purchase decision. And so the cost per click in Captera might be high, but the conversion rates are also extremely high. And there are several companies in TinySeed, which is my accelerator that I run for SaaS, that are making Captera work. In fact, I'm doing a session in the next week or two at an event that we're running called MicroConf Remote, and it's focused on early stage SaaS marketing approaches. That's from November 1st through the 3rd. And I'm sitting down with Iran Galperin. He's the founder of Gymdesk, and he's having amazing success with Captera. And our whole session, we're gonna do about 30 minutes on how he's utilizing Captera. If you're interested in attending that, head to microconfremote.com and pick up a ticket. We're also gonna have the co-founder of Forget the Funnel, the CMO of Crisp, and the VP of Marketing at SparkToro joining me to do some talks on early stage marketing. microconfremote.com if you're interested. Strategy number three is virality. And there, there's strong virality and there's weak virality. Now there's really, really strong virality, which is where you have like Facebook virality, friends invite friends automatically. You have a viral coefficient that's greater than one, et cetera, et cetera. In B2B SaaS, strong virality is even weaker than that, right? So there's strong and weak virality in B2B SaaS. Strong is where you have something like Signwell, which is electronic signature, or SavvyCal, which is a scheduling and calendaring app. And when I send either of their links out, it kind of says, hey, you're signing this via SavvyCal. So when I send the link out to a new person who has never used Signwell or SavvyCal, they obviously see the site that they're on, right? They can see the domain name and they're aware of this amazing scheduling experience or this amazing document signing experience. That is a pretty strong viral loop because for every new customer that signs up, almost inevitably, they're sending it to one, five, or hundreds of other people. The weak SaaS viral loop is where you have a powered by link. My last startup was an email service provider and we had a little email capture widget that you could embed on your website. And to that, we added powered by drip at the bottom. And that powered by link sent us some traffic. It was a viral loop, but it was definitely weaker than you know the previous strong examples I gave. Many apps don't have this ability, but if you have a free plan, a free trial, or a really low price, plan, you could consider making that include a powered by link in the communications or in any type of visual elements that are on the lower price plan, encouraging some people to upgrade to get rid of those and to capture that virality on those lower price plans. Strategy number four, content marketing with proprietary data. And so this is publishing findings by mining data in your app. It's mining user data anonymously. And the first time I saw this done really, really well was MailChimp. And they would put these blog posts and these reports out mining a billion emails that had been sent in the past three weeks or five billion emails sent in the past month. And they'd say, here are average open rates, here are average click rates, spam rates. And at times they would even break it down by country or by, by industry. Really interesting stuff that they obviously had at their fingertips and it was all anonymized. So there was no privacy issues. And they turned it into fascinating content marketing that really only a company with that type of reach could do. Another example is the MicroConf 
State of Independent SaaS Report, where we survey hundreds and hundreds of bootstrapped and mostly bootstrapped SaaS founders, and we get their thoughts on hiring and where their MRR is and their growth and marketing approaches they're using, all types of questions. And we put together this pretty amazing report that helps you know those mostly bootstrapped SaaS founders. But it's also a form of content marketing, right? It's also a way to, to show that MicroConf is a leader in this space. Strategy number five is free tools, also known as engineering as marketing. This one, of course, is popular among makers, developers, designers, and even folks these days doing it via no code. Builders gonna build, right? Makers wanna make. Realize that free tools have to be marketed to. You can't just push it out on the internet and expect people to find it. So it's almost like a second product, even if it's free, that you have to then go market. Usually these free tools are an SEO play and you're, and you're trying to rank for a term like free website grader, free website speed test, free SEO rank tracker. And you truly do have a free tool that you're giving away. And if you rank in Google, then that creates that flywheel of traffic. And then, and then you're essentially promoting your own product. I have two really good examples of this. One is HubSpot's famous website grader. One of the co-founders of HubSpot, Darmesh, has spoken many times about this and talked about how much traffic that's generated for them. Another example is SEO testing's free rank tracker. They actually just launched it a few weeks ago and are having quite a bit of success and interest in that tool as well. I have two more strategies to share with you. But before I do that, I want to remind you that marketing strategies and marketing tactics and driving a bunch of traffic without having a really solid funnel that's converting well can be a waste of time because you can drive a lot of leads in. And then if you're bleeding them out at the trial phase or at the conversion phase to customer, you know, there's a lot of places where you can basically have a leaky bucket and you don't want to waste your time focusing on that. So to make sure your funnel is performing at its peak, check out a companion video to this one. It's called Best Customer Acquisition Funnels for SaaS Startups. We put that out just a couple months ago. It's very much in the spirit of this video. It's highly relevant, highly focused. It makes great use of your time and it'll help you take a look at your funnel to make sure it's optimized before you dive in to driving traffic using the strategies I'm sharing in this one. Strategy number six is influencer marketing. And this may sound ridiculous and like something you should do with a B2C company, but even B2B SaaS can use this. Essentially, it's affiliate marketing, but it's not affiliate marketing marketing in the way you're thinking. Typically, you think of affiliate marketing as setting up an affiliate plan and hoping affiliates sign up. That's not what this is. This is setting up an affiliate plan and then going out and recruiting influencers in your space. So if you're an email service provider, you go find people teaching others how to do email marketing or how to start info product businesses and course businesses you know, talking to makers, anyone who would need an email list, anyone who is teaching those folks how to build one, there are going to be an influencer that may want to make 20, 30% commission on your recurring SaaS fee. And if you're in a different space, let's say you're selling legal software. Well, obviously you'd look for the legal influencers, people who have podcasts, websites about law software, legal tech. They are out there. You know, there's events that do this. Influencers, sometimes, you know, they may want to get paid upfront for advertising. And oftentimes as a mostly bootstrap SaaS founder, you don't have that budget. But if you can work out affiliate deals, this is where it comes down to having such a strong network. I often talk about that, like don't build an audience, but build a network. Because if you have a network of influencers who are already warm and you're not doing cold outreach, it can be a real leg up and an unfair advantage in a space. The seventh and final strategy is in-person events. You may have started your SaaS company to have a great lifestyle and make 10, 20 grand a month and replace your full-time day job without leaving your house. 
Roth, right? <laughs> Make money while you sleep. And those are great businesses, right? Those are lifestyle SaaS businesses. But there are many spaces where the annual contract values are so high that they absolutely justify going to in-person events. And oftentimes founders don't want to do that. And so if you go to those events where the influencers are speaking, where your potential customers are there, and if you're selling to the government or education, construction firms, legal, you know, these big industries that aren't always online and you can reach them at these in-person events. Nothing like an in-person meeting to get, you know, a connection and a conversation going. If your ACV, your annual contract value is $20,000, $50,000, $100,000, it's absolutely justified to spend $10,000 going to an event because it will pay itself back if you land even one contract. If you enjoyed this video, I'd love it if you'd hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We have tons more videos just like this coming out. Every week we're shipping tactical, some are high level, but it's all about building, launching, and growing SaaS companies. I'll see you in the next video.